the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Here on the Dave Ellswick Show, and you know, I get I get texts all the time, and I got one just a moment ago, and this Natasha Owens, I guess she's a Christian artist, and I had no idea who she was, and they were hitting me up about, you should talk about, you had big, uh, they had a big deal happen in California, and she was there with Wayne Allen Root. I know Wayne real well. I don't know Natasha. Okay, just bottom line. All right, so uh, I get I pro- somebody asked me one day, Dave, how many emails do you get a day? It's well over two hundred. Okay, and uh, if I don't know you, or if you look you look suspicious, you get deleted immediately. You don't, I don't even look at what you're sending me. So if you want to get to get to me and, and say, Dave, I heard you on the radio or something like that. That way, I know at least you're listening to this show and I know what's coming. All right, we have a friend with us today. I uh, we were was it two weeks ago maybe or a little end of a uh, couple of Mondays ago that we were talking about the the land of you know. The Chinese buying up land and stuff in Arkansas and other places. Right. Yeah, it was a few weeks ago that subject came up. It's something that it might have been that, last week even. that we that we bring was up it last week. It might have been. been. I can't remember. And uh, but you know, I brought it up when uh, French Hill was on the show last, and he let us know real quick that that was a state issue. And uh, Brant Smith and I were at a table at the Republican. Uh, the Lincoln Day dinner for Monroe County, and he reminded me that you'd worked on this, Brent. So uh, what kind of opposition did you get when you tried to address this problem? Well, hey, R.D., it's good to hear your voice. And, Dave, uh, we've been friends a long time. Yep. You, you both you both know me well enough that uh, if I'm passionate about something that is happening, I'm going to I'm going to hold my ground until we either lose outright on a bill or or we prevail. But the thing about the land grab, and that's kind of what it is, it's a land grab by foreign uh, countries, specifically China, but even Bill Gates. Uh, the fight that, that we had a few years ago was pushed back upon us in the uh, House Ag Committee where people said, hey, but the thing about selling property or ground to these foreigners is that they can't take it with them. It's still in Arkansas. But the problem with that thinking is it doesn't uh, help with production. They They may own it, but they may not put it into production. And so effectively it hinders the uh, food supply and uh, that may be part of their plan is just to uh, hinder the ability of Arkansas farmers to produce rice, soybeans, corn. Uh, and and uh, I think even to some extent cotton because we're just 
stuck. If they don't produce or they don't plant, they can't harvest. And uh, that's a concern of mine. It's an opportunity to manipulate markets. <clears throat> oh, definitely. Yeah. Also, when you look at this, you know, whenever you try to resolve a problem peacefully, you know, oftentimes they have trade embargoes to try to put pressure on a country to, to straight, straighten up. Or, yeah, terrorists or whoever you're trying to deal with. It'd be hard to do a trade embargo if they're growing food and shipping it to themselves on your soil <laughs> yeah that's right because they own <laughs> that is important but uh, we're you're cutting the out there he is upside down right yeah you're breaking up on us uh right now we're hearing a, okay sorry about that that's all right we're hearing we're hearing about every three words <laughs> And well, I, I hope they're good good words. There, yeah. That's better. That's better. We know we know that you don't curse, so we're not worried. About it. <laughs> yeah, we're, so we're not, anyway, not anyway yeah. you know. So what do we do? What what can the state of Arkansas do? You you ran this legislation. What did it say? Well, I I don't know that I was the lead sponsor, but I was a co-sponsor, and basically we were trying to protect our Arkansas farmland and uh, prevent the sale of our property, our our ground, to these overseas buyers. And uh, we met with some serious opposition, which kind of surprised me. And uh, at one point in that committee meeting, uh, we just had to take a vote. And uh, it was hard. It was a hard vote. And we at that point, we could not prevail. So hmm. we we could not protect our farmland. And uh, because, you know, when someone offers you maybe a higher price than market values, it's hard to say no to that. And I, I think we've got to take the long view instead of the short-range profit that we might get from selling off-ground. So who is the, who is and, the uh, primary opposition uh, they were lobbyists for some of the uh, the uh, farmers that really wanted to sell. Hmm. Okay. Sometimes you have to put your principles and in, in, in your values in your country before profit. Some people well, kind of did that. Always, <laughs> we should always do that. So, so we've exactly we've right. we've been talking about that issue here on the show for a while, and. I think I don't know who brought it up, but some I think somebody was pointing out that that you almost have to to make it to where only living, breathing individuals can own land because if you allow corporations to own land, then these foreign entities can still kind of take um, back back routes behind the scenes to buy this land and control it. Um, right. What, what are your right. thoughts on on and clarifying that maybe we only allow living, breathing American citizens to own land. Well, and that that is uh, one of the hiccups in this whole process because these foreign entities that want to buy up our, our ground, they will use representatives to uh, be the front person mm-hmm. so that if we don't do our due diligence, we may not know who the ultimate buyer is. Right. And uh, 
I was looking this morning just to make sure, but even Bill Gates, uh, who has an agenda that is very woke and left, far left, he owns almost 48,000 acres of mm-hmm. Arkansas wow. uh, real estate. And then nationwide, he owns over 270,000 acres uh, wow. of property or ground, farm farmland in the United States. Wow, so and about so, 20% of his land is in Arkansas then. So he's, yeah. he's got a and big so interest in Arkansas. Yes, yeah. and so it does go back to you can sell your property to someone like Bill Gates, but what is he going to do with it? Is he going to put it out of production so he can control or monopolize our our food supply? Because we already know he, he really has a, a bent or a leaning toward uh, reducing population uh, in many countries where he has investments or is involved. And so while we may be grateful to him for, for uh, software, <laughs> he needs to stay out of uh, buying land in Arkansas and give, give Arkansans a chance to keep their family farm. Now that's a that's a big issue. We, we see a person who's got a lot of power like that when they've got an agenda where they they believe that the world is overpopulated. I mean, what kind of treacherous things could they be involved in that may be kind of unseen? That's that's a scary position for someone of that level of resources to to. Yep. Um, when you look at bills and something needing to be done, which something needs to be done in Arkansas, other states, uh, what what state was it? I think it was up in the Dakotas to where uh, China is buying land close to a military base. Now it's North Dakota. No, North Dakota. So right. well, this problem needs to be addressed. And people say, well, you can't 100% resolve this problem with a bill. Uh, Brent, you've been in government. No, it's about changing percentages and, and make a, a a larger hurdle for people to jump for other countries to control land in Arkansas. So just because we can't get a perfect bill done to stop 100% of it, we can uh, improve and make it harder for foreign countries to control land in Arkansas. And it, I think that needs to be done. Well, I do too. And and the thing is, as you mentioned, there are no perfect bills. I think there are some bills that move the ball down the field to the end goal, but we have to we have to try. And sometimes legislators can become so frustrated with the process that they're involved with that it's easy to throw the towel in way too early. As a matter of I fact, agree. in my own in my own uh, political life, sometimes it's taken me two and three and even four terms to get a bill passed because, as we know, the House uh, often, you know, the members in the House, they change periodically. We get freshman legislators in that uh, are more conservative than the ones that decided not to run again. And so uh, we just can't take our eye off of those most important things to the state. And uh, you all both know that I'm a constitutional conservative. Uh, it's not enough just to be a conservative. You need to be a constitutional conservative. 
And uh, that's why Senator Stubblefield, Kim Hammer, and I worked on bills to uh, keep Arkansas from becoming an, a, a sanctuary state. We, uh, you know, passed the Medical Workers' Rights of Conscience bill, but that took several terms to get through even the Republican uh, House of Representatives. And, uh, and then a big one that I think everybody knows, Governor, former Governor Hutchinson hated, was the American Laws uh, and Arkan or Arkansas Court. And uh, we just, I've always run the hard bill. And I think it surprised people when I wouldn't cave or throw in the towel and, and just stand down. But we've got to have constitutional conservatives in the House of Representatives and in the Senate who put the people of this state first. And Smith, this half hour, we talked about the uh, Arkansas land grab. These are people from other countries that are buying up Arkansas land and buying up land all over the United States, and uh, we don't know what they want to do with it, and uh, that's concerning. Uh, we talked to uh, Congressman French Hill a while back. He said that this is the kind of thing that state laws take care of and that it's up to our state legislature. So um, we wanted to get Brant on because we knew that he ran a bill for this and uh, it had been defeated. Uh, and we're hoping that, uh, you know, he'll be back in uh, in the saddle again by the time 2025 comes around and he can run it again. Now, you're running for office again. Uh, they took away your your district. Uh, yeah. You know, this, <laughs> they, sure uh, they, they dissolved it. So you didn't have any. They said, we can't beat you at the poll. We can't beat you at the poll. So we'll we'll take away your district. That was done by. Uh, basically, the governor. So, with that in mind, uh, uh, Brant, what do you what do you got in in mind about what are you going to what are you going to run for? What house are you going to run for? I'm running for the House of Representatives. It is District 32, and uh, you know we do have an incumbent presently in that seat, and uh, I, our system is set up so that I have to primary. A sitting Republican but the difference between me and the incumbent is I've run the hard build I, I, I I'm a scrapper I'm a bulldog and uh, I push to accomplish things that basically look down the road to make Arkansas safer better and uh, I don't see that with the incumbent uh, he plays it safe and, and I'm no risk, no reward. So I would rather push a bill and have to do it a couple of different terms to get it through. But uh, I want back in. I missed it this last uh, general session, even though I was a red coat. I was asked to serve down there as a red coat. But I wanted to be on the House floor. I wanted to be making that vote for the people of this district and, and our state. And uh, it's hard. It's like sitting in the stands when you know you really want to be the quarterback. So it, <laughs> it was it was hard on me. Do you have any particular, particular issues that you would like to um, push if you get back into office? 
Well, and is this Paul? This is Paul, yes, sir. Hey, Paul, listen, I do have, but if I if I announce my game plan at this point, I'm afraid they're going to be hijacked by people that are less serious about going the distance to get certain bills passed. So I'm going to hold off on telling you exactly what my goal is with future legislation, but I promise you I will stir the pot on a few things <laughs> that need to be stirred. And uh, I've got a quick question on that before we get okay. into foreign policy, which I know you're a whole lot better to speak at than I am, but uh, how about putting something on, on to the voters of Arkansas about uh, not – issuing license to abortions clinics in the state constitution could we uh, we put a lot of other things in the state constitution that i don't believe belong there could we put a a, an abortion bill in the state constitution well we probably could rd i mean as you know uh we can we can have bills drafted on any subject matter that we choose but whoever carries a bill like that had better believe it, lock, stock, and barrel, and be willing to push hard to get buy-in from the other representatives. And, and I will say that uh, just because we've become the number one state in America, pro-life state in, in America, we better not go to sleep at the wheel because the Democrats, and the left pro-choice uh, folks, they are looking at every opportunity to unwind this this designation. Also, and Washington, D.C. also. So D.C. Yes. is going to get on board. Let's let the voters speak, and let's have an amendment. I misspoke, but let's have an amendment and let the voters speak on what they believe on this. I believe so. And, you know, the federal government says that's a state issue, as we know. Currently, so let, let yeah. Currently, let's straighten uh, the line between our personal, traditional, moral values and pro-life issues to even strengthen what we already have. And uh, I think this is something that our uh, congressman uh, should even introduce that kind of a bill at the federal level. Wow. And what we have all right let's hold uh i'm gonna hold on asking about israel we're out of time hey let's move into the uh, nine o'clock hour now abigail's gonna be with us here on the dave ellswick show she ran it but you run into her did you like turn a corner and you guys ran into each other no she's they've got they've got this um an event this saturday um actually friday and saturday it's called resolve to stand um and um, they've got about 10 or 12 speakers coming. Some of them are pretty big name. Um, Riley Gaines is going to be one of them. We oh, know, wow. We, we know Joseph Wood. He's going to be one of the speakers. Um, I think those are the only two names that I recognize. But there's a bunch of other people in there. that You may recognize some of the names. But so no. where, where, where is this going to be at, uh, Abigail? Hi, yeah. So it's going to be at Rogers First Church of the Nazarene in Rogers, Arkansas. Okay. Uh, he just gave us two big names, I and mean, Riley Gaines. You're lucky you got her to come out to speak with you. She's in high demand right now. She sure is. She's actually a, a great friend. Riley is just on it, obviously is one of the biggest names in the unconservative movement right now, but I think it is because of her willingness to get out there. 
she's willing to take whatever speaking engagement. She's willing to talk to whomever she needs to talk to. She's really encouraging to a lot of the a lot of the younger conservatives, a lot of the younger Christians in our country right now. Oh, fantastic! Yeah. And Joe, Joseph Woods is going to be there. That's the chair of the uh, Arkansas Republican Party. Who else is coming? Yeah, so we have former Congressman Louis Gilmer from Texas coming to speak. Uh-huh. We have um, pastors from um, different parts of the country. Basically, our goal with this with this event is it's titled "Resolve to Stand: Living a Daniel Faith in a Culture of Babylon." And so our target demographic is is Christians. If Christians would resolve beforehand, would determine beforehand that they're going to draw their line on the Word of God, and that's it, and they're not going to step over it, they're not going to budge. That's going to influence hearts and minds. That's going to influence the way that policy happens, the way that culture moves, because there's no there's there's no budging. You're not shaken by this or that thing on social media. So we have speakers speaking to that end. So one of those speakers is a, is a speaker that we can't even release her name because of the work that she's done throughout the world and getting in trouble with different governments. For her faith, she has actually had to pay almost the ultimate cost for her faith. So we're really, really excited about having people like that. We have a panel of Gen Z influencers from across the country, people who have had to, what does it look like when you post your beliefs on social media and all of your friends dox you, when they post your, your address and your phone number to social media? We have um, speakers to that end, and we're really looking forward. We're really looking forward to this weekend. Yeah, that sounds like a, a great uh, opportunity for people to come and and learn and and uh, understand that sometimes there's there's a price to pay for what you believe. Absolutely. There is one. This is R.D. Thanks for calling in. There is one source of authority for what right and wrong is, and that doesn't change when you go to the state capitol, when you go to work, or anywhere yeah, else. That's what she said. The Bible. That's exactly. That's God's word. So, you cannot compromise that, no matter what you do, if if you're following His will. Amen. So, so Abigail, is your does your organization kind of mainly focus on the college campuses, or where is your primary focus? So our primary focus is not even college campuses. Um, it, it's young adults. It's Gen Z. It's thir- ages 13 to 30. It's kind of our target demographic. We found that if you stay too isolated to a college campus, it's harder for non-traditional students, for young adults to maybe out of college to get connected to a community. Um, but what we've, we've actually seen in recent months is a growing interest, a growing need for this kind of community to be formed in younger students, in high schoolers, in middle schoolers. So when they're going to school and their classmates are, are presenting all these ideologies to them and as christians well, well their parents may not even know that they're dealing with these issues so we um we're focusing younger and younger all the time we have high school and young adult groups across the country but our, our focus is on the young christian to not even be so focused on policy in and of itself but to be focused on these cultural issues from a biblical worldview like like you were saying, from right or wrong, from the lens of a biblical worldview, which will then influence how you view policy, which will then influence how you view culture. But we believe that the conversations that shape culture aren't necessarily the ones happening in Congress. They're the ones happening at the dinner table, in the classroom, at the workplace, at wherever people are, wherever real-life conversations are happening, that's where culture is being changed, and that's where we see policy following in response. Right. And we've seen um, the past couple decades or so we just see so many young people growing up and just walking away from their faith and that's just it's just becoming epidemic type like levels 
Absolutely. That's actually part of the part of the foundation of Counteract USA as an organization. Um, I, I started it when I was in college with a few friends because what we were seeing is people we had gone to church with, people I had gone to my Christian school with for 10 years. Well, that foundation that was laid never actually became theirs. They couldn't actually articulate what they believed and why they believed it. It always goes back to the why. Why do you believe what you believe? Well, if you're just describing to a set of beliefs because your parents believed it, as soon as a professor says boo in a college class, mm-hmm. that's not going to hold water. You have to know why you actually believe what you believe, which is why our conference theme is focused on Daniel. In Daniel 10:12, it says, Daniel set his heart to understand and humbled himself before God. He wasn't shaken by indoctrination. He wasn't shaken by anything in his culture that he was in, in the environment that he was in. He and his friends built that community. They sought the Lord, and they were able to stand firm, and they were able to stand fast, and God received the glory. I think that is a really big problem among a lot of, a lot of churches is that so many of them teach kids to memorize their beliefs and not actually know the foundation of it. And so then when they get to a college mm-hmm. campus and you've got a philosophy professor that knows the Bible way better than the students do, and, and in fact, probably way better than the pastors do that taught these kids, that these kids are just just run over roughshod and made fools of, and then they, because they don't know where they stand. Exactly. Also, also we, we've got evolution being taught in our, in our public schools at a younger and younger age, and it's the only perspective that that is being taught in our schools and i think it's time for our republican house and senate and school boards uh to be protected by our house and senate and be able to teach an alternative uh that the earth is not billions and billions and billions of years old that that uh we need to teach the science that both upholds evolution and the science that also uh says that uh that the earth is had a creator and is not as old as they say it is. So we, we this is something that we're going to have that Christians are going to have to stand up and say if we're going to send our children to public schools, they're going to hear both sides of science. We, we need to redirect evolution to maybe fantasy fiction as opposed to science. Mm-hmm. It's, it's 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 more like philosophy, but it's not even good philosophy. It's, it's more like science fiction. Do you agree with that? If we're going to change cult- culture, that evolution needs to be addressed in our school systems. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I've actually been I'm reading a, a book right now that addresses the, the science behind creationism versus evolution. And really, it just it, it, even the, the scientists are, are as more as the technology develops, the more and more we learn, the more it's just so evident that this all had to be intentionally designed. So <laughs> right. really, it's more bizarre to present evolution in a classroom as the standard when really, it, it, scientifically, it makes absolutely no sense. Yeah, you, you'll even see some of these people coming, they're, they're kind of backing away from some of this by saying, well, yeah, life didn't start from evolution. It was, maybe it was dropped by aliens or something well, of that nature because they, they, I think it's because they're, they're just coming to the conclusion, we just can't stand up to this idea that life just started by chance because there's just zero evidence for that. Well, there was absolutely. a bill... There was a bill passed in Louisiana that they were going to teach both sides of science, both upholds evolution and, and, and refutes it. There's science on both sides. And like you said, the truth in science is coming out more and more. What we know is the truth uh, from God's word. So uh, Louisiana passed a bill 
that was unanimous. It's the only time I've ever seen a bill pass 80-0 with Democrats and Republicans that they would be objective teaching uh, the beginning of the earth uh, in their science. They would be objective about it. So I'm hoping that Arkansas can uh, follow Louisiana's lead and, and not tell these young children in the second and the third grade that there's only one there's only one science. Well, Abigail, after what has happened over the weekend, uh, are you, you looking at your event and going to perhaps have a, a segment about Israel on it? Absolutely. That's, I'm, I'm so hoping so. One of our speakers joining us is Pastor Phil Hopper of Abundant Life Lee Summit in Kansas City, Missouri. And he um, is, is just absolutely so well-researched, so well-spoken when it comes to um, praying for Israel speaking on these issues, talking about what's going on, and looking at the historical context and the prophetical context. So um, we're actually going to be in contact with him in the next um, few hours, seeing if he'll speak to that and seeing if he can just provide some insight, provide some context and some clarity so that the Christians in the room can know how to pray, can know what to be looking for as things continue to unfold. Well, it's been my my mistake, but I'd like to you to tell everybody what's the name of your organization because we say your organization and don't say its <laughs> name so uh what's the name of your organization how do people uh, get in contact and then we'll take a break and come back and and give them the uh all of the uh, information they need to be to know about this event coming up this weekend absolutely so it's counteract usa you can find out more about us by going to counteractusa.org and our purpose is to equip believers, to equip young adults, to counteract a culture of lies with the truth of the Word of God. Head honcho, potentate for counteraction. <laughs> Chief Cook <USA>. and <laughs> And they've got a special event coming up up in Rogers this weekend. It's going to be a beautiful weekend. Going to be chilly. Going to get real. It's going to be a lot chillier up there than it is here in uh, Central Arkansas. So. Uh, what time are you starting on uh, for this on the weekend? How do people do? Do people have to get tickets? How does it all work? Yes, so you can get tickets at counteractusa.org slash events. We're doing a special radio code for, for radio listeners. It's Radio 20 for 20% off tickets wow. Friday night. Yeah, it's not exciting. It's so fun. Um, our, we have just an awesome team, and we just like to make it fun. But um, we're kicking off the day on Friday. Doors open at 5 p.m. And speaking will begin at 6 p.m. Closes at 8. We have a special dessert reception with Louie Gomer and Riley Gaines at separate ticketed events um, from 8 to 9. Next day, doors open at 8. We'll start at 9. Lunch will be provided with any ticket purchase. And we'll be over at 3.30. You'll have the rest of the day, too. Enjoy Northwest Arkansas and how beautiful it really will be um, this weekend. Yeah, get out and have some apple cider. <laughs> it was cool up there last weekend. Yeah, it's going to be really cool this weekend. They're saying the high Saturday in Little Rock, 48 degrees. The high? Wow. The oh high. My. Wow. I'll be in Kansas City this weekend get, for the— We'll break out our long johns. It'll be cool up there, too, probably. You're going up. Yeah, it'll be cool. 
<laughs> what are you going up to Kansas City for? Uh, Auto Recyclers Association, oh, a yearly the, event. So you're going to go see the Chiefs play? I'm go hang out with my oh, they're playing uh, junkyard anyway. dog buddy. There you go. <laughs> Absolutely. Your buddy from Hammond going to be there? Oh, yeah, he will definitely tell be him there. I He's said hello. Yeah, I'll tell him you said hi. Yeah, I'll do that. Tell him. Tell him I do not believe in go Wildcats. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We'll have to go. We'll have to go meet him sometime. Yeah, I'd I'd, I'd like to I'd like to do that. Hey, real quick, Abigail, for folks that are uh, just l- tuning in, uh, counteractusa.org. When I talked to you uh, uh, for the Family Life Council that went down went on down here a couple three months couple, ago. couple months ago, you were on my radio show then. I was uh, impressed with what you all were doing. How's the growth going now? Is it uh, are you guys growing by leaps and bounds, or have, has things kind of leveled off for your growth? Honestly, it, it, God continues to open up doors, and the growth is just exponential. Um, we're seeing more growth where we already have groups in place. We're all we're also seeing new groups popping up across the country. People are hungry for the truth of the Word of God. They're hungry for community. They're hungry for going beneath the surface level on so many of these issues, and we're just really excited about all that we're seeing. How are we doing in Arkansas? Arkansas is honestly our, our focus. We are so excited about how, um, how many people, how many organizations, how many Christian schools want to get on board with the mission and vision of Counteract USA. Good. We're looking at getting some Counteract um, electives going in some of the Christian schools. These administrations, they're ready for something like this. Um, the students are ready. We're, we've spoken to a lot of students, and they are just answering. They're showing up, and they are answering, and it is really, really exciting. All right. Ticket sales going all right for this uh, weekend event that you got coming up? Yes. Yes, they're going They're going great. You can get your tickets at counteractusa.org slash events, and again, we have that Radio Tony promo code for 20% off. I'll yeah, don't forget about that because you heard it on my show, Radio mm-hmm. 20. Make sure you put the promo code in there. You're going to save 20% on uh, your tickets. How much are they running? Can you say that on the air? Absolutely. So we've tried to minimize all the costs we possibly can. So for the whole weekend, an adult ticket is $30, and it includes lunch on Saturday. And uh, student tickets are 15 for the weekend. Wow. That's a good deal. Yeah. I mean, seriously. Are, we are so thankful for just so much um, support from our community and, and across the nation um, to make that possible. But we want as many people there as possible. So we've done our best to just minimize costs wherever possible. So have you met Gomer yet? Sorry? Have you met have you met Louie yet? Oh, I actually haven't, but my team um just tells me that he's absolutely wonderful and um we're looking forward to connecting with him this weekend. Well, just tell him, you know, go hogs. Don't let him say go Texas. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. He'll be soon. You might want to do that down Don Horn thing look to him. No, let, let's not do that. We'll, we'll we'll keep it keep it nice for the weekend. How's Absolutely. that? <laughs> Absolutely. I'm I'm when when's Riley Gaines speaking so people know when she's going to be speaking? Sure thing. She'll be speaking Friday night. Okay. So it makes sense to go on down Friday night, go to this, find a place to stay overnight and then till three o'clock on Saturday, right? That's great. All right. Pretty easy to remember. Now, it's going to be at the the Rogers Nazar- Church of Nazarene? 
Yes, right off the Pinnacle exit in Rogers. All right, that'd be pretty easy to find. Shouldn't be difficult. We appreciate right. you for joining us, Ambergale. Sure thing. Thank you so much for having me. You know, we've got we've got a microphone for you anytime you want to come on the air. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you. All right, we'll talk to you. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.